Hello and welcome to the Heart to Heart Show with James Casino. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how one thought can change our lives and change the lives of everybody around the world for the better. How is this possible? Before we get into that, I wanted to ask you a question. What is most important to you in life? Now think about that. Take a second. What is most important to you in life? If you said your family, that's probably what most of us are thinking, right? I know I would say that. I would say that my family is most important to me. Why? Because we, we love our family. They're our blood. We would do anything for them, protect them. We're brothers and sisters in that family. It's our mother, our father. Family is everything to us, right? And so to most of us, family is the most important thing to all of us. But who really is our family? What if I told you that your family was larger than just your blood family or your immediate family, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, your nephews, your grandparents, your mother, your father? What if I told you that your family was the entire human population. You say, well, James, that's ridiculous. That's not my family. My family is my brothers and my sister, my father, my mother, my uncles, my cousins. That's my family. But I want you to think about something first. Go back to the time when you were a little baby. Now, for those of you that don't have brothers and sisters, just try to imagine... But for those of you that do have older brothers and sisters, go back to the time when you were just born and you were a little baby. Think about this. Did you know who your brothers and your sisters were? You're just born. Your mother and father take you home from the hospital. They're so excited, so happy. They introduce you to the other family members, your brothers and sisters. Did you know that they were your brothers and sisters? No, you didn't know this. I didn't know this. When I came from a large family, and I was in the middle, so when my mother and father brought me home, I had no idea who my brother and sister were. I was familiar with my mom's voice and her because I spent much time uh, inside her belly and growing as a child, and so I was familiar with her voice. I even had to get to know my father, but I knew my father by his voice, too, because he would talk to me while I was in the womb. But, as, but my brothers and sisters, I weren't familiar with them that much at all. So how did you get to know that you had a brother and sister? Think about that point. It's very important. The way you found out that you had brothers and sisters is because your mother and father said, this is your brother. This is your sister. You need to love them. You need to share with them. You need to get along. Even your siblings, my siblings, we're not, we were about a year apart, and so my mother would take our, this, um, my sisters and say, this is your brother, you need to love him, you need to support him, you need to learn to get along with him, because we're family, right? And family stands together, family is blood, right? There's nothing stronger than family. So when you were little, you were taught this idea, you learned this idea of who your brother and sister was. And because of this, you accepted it. And because of this, as you grew older, it created an automatic bond with your siblings. 
You see, not only did it create a bond for you, but it created a bond for your siblings because they too were instructed from their parents to share, stop fighting, get along, be loving, be kind to each other, be respectful, listen to each other, don't insult each other. You see, all these good values were instilled in you as when you were little and in your siblings, all because you were family and it was important that you got along and that the family was united and strong and stood together. So we learned the concept of who our brother and sister is. And because of this, it creates a special, unique bond, unlike any other bond on the planet, right? Everybody says family is most important to them. And it's true. But I'm here to tell you that our families are larger than just our immediate blood families. I will give you some other examples about how learning, looking at other people as your brother and sister, affects and impacts our life and changes the way we think and feel about another person. It instantly brings down that wall, that wall of division, of difference. We start to view people instantly a lot closer. The first example I want to give you is religion, right? I grew up in religion, religion and sp spent most of my life there. And many of you listening are religious. I am sure you're part of some type of religion. And so in that religion, I'm sure that you were taught that this is your brother and your sister, right? For thousands of years in religion, this expression has been used, whether it's the Christian faith, Muslim faith, Islam, or any other religion on the earth, they refer to their members as brother and sister. One of the things that I love so much about in my religion was the unity. No matter, no matter where you went around the world, we referred to each other as brother and sister. And this immediately brought us closer together, right? We didn't see color. We didn't see that this person was different, even though they had a different culture and was of a different race, of a different color. We all viewed each other as brothers and sisters, and this created a special bond in us. We felt instantly closer. And other Christian faiths are the same. And in the Muslim world, it is also the same. They refer to each other as brother and sister. You see? Why do they do this? Because it creates instant closeness. Why is it so important for thousands of years that we were taught to refer within religions to refer to each other as brother and sister? Because we are all supposed to get along together as one united family. You see, when we have this thought, you go to different religions, whether it's Catholic, whether it's Methodist, whatever religion, in those congregations, people refer to each other as brothers and sisters. I was speaking to one of my supporters and friend from India, and they referred to me, my brother, right? Here's a young man, he doesn't know me, I don't know him, and he says, my brother, my eldest brother. Why? Because he is taught in his religion that we are all brothers and sisters. And you see, that's a unique bond, a closeness that I felt when he called me brother. And I know a lot of you, when you hear that expression, oh, my brother and my sister, you, you think of it as a religious overtone or a fanatic. But I'm not talking about religion at all when I'm talking about referring to each other as brother and sister. 
We are all the same species. We are all human beings. We come from the same family. We have the same DNA. This is a fact. This has nothing to do with religion. We are all one united family. We are the same species. And you see, it's already been done for thousands of years using this term, brother and sister. And I know we're uncomfortable now saying that to to people that we don't know, right? But we're not uncomfortable saying that within our religions. And I'm going to give you another example of how this is being used. You hear The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, a very famous wrestler and famous actor, right? You refer, he refers to his crew, his team, as my brothers, right? Why does he do that? Why does he say, these are my brothers? Because he feels close to them, and they feel close to him, and he knows that that automatically creates a unique bond, right? But they're not his blood brothers, but why does he refer to them as his brothers? Why is it okay for him to say, these are my brothers, but we can't say to other people, these are my brothers, or these are my sisters? You see? Another example I want to give you. Around the world, millions of people live in adopted families, right? You may be of of an adopted family. Now, these adopted families are living happy, thriving, strong. Why? How did people who are not of the same mother and father, not of the same race necessarily, become united and act as one family? Because they learned it, because they were taught it. These adopted families, they were told, each of them, that this is your brother and this is your sister, to accept them, to love them, right? And automatically, these barriers, these, these divisions, these walls crumbled down when they started to view them. They were a total stranger before they came into the family and before they were adopted, you see. But the family members accepted them, and they accepted their new family as family. Why? For the simple thought, it's just a thought in our head that we started thinking, okay, this is my family, let me treat them with respect, let me treat them with love, let me treat them with kindness, let me care about their life, let me support them, let me defend them, you see? But before that, they were just strangers. But see, that one simple thought, that one thought of just flipping that switch in our head and and viewing other people as our brother and sister can change drastically our outlook, our feelings, our closeness, towards the people that we come in contact with. There's a famous family that a lot of people know about, one of the most famous adopted families in the world, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Now that family has mixed races, right? Girls, boys, and part of a biological family, but also adopted family. But yet they're together, united as one. How? Why is it that they viewed each other as family, as brother and sister? You see, they grew up in a successful family environment. They grew up to love each other, to share, to have respect, to have kindness, to do all the important things in life. And yet, before this, they were total strangers. They did not come from the same mother and father. For the simple fact that Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt said, This is your brother. This is your sister. You need to get along. You need to love each other. You need to respect each other. You need to share. You need to stand up for each other. You need to support each other. 
You see? So this can happen if we want it to happen. All we have to do is start thinking a different way. I'll give you another example, one that I personally experienced. When I went to the law enforcement academy, one of the first things they drilled into our heads, into our minds, was that we were brothers and sisters. Now, when we first got there, the group of us, we were about 50. We were not close at all. We looked, we looked at each other. There was a lot of forming of cliques. Just the people that came from the agencies talked to each other. But day after day, our instructors told us that we are brothers and sisters. Why was that so important for them to get that message across to us? Because our lives were on the line and the lives of others were at stake. You see, we had to learn how to work unitedly for the good of mankind. And so we were instructed every day to work as a team. In fact, we had a saying, one fight, one team. And we chanted that over and over. Why? Because we had to understand that even though we were different, even though we believed different, even though we looked different, we were still brothers and sisters for the same purpose. And that was to protect and serve. You see, and as time went by, we got closer to each other. Those barriers, those walls, thinking that I'm better, you're better, all those things dropped. We started helping each other. And it was like one big united family. You see, another example of how this thought can work. In the military, it's the same way. They refer to them as my brother, my sister, first responders. If you're part of a team, a sports team, also the same thing, my sisters, my brothers. So around the world, we are thinking of each other as brothers and sisters, but we're just forming little cliques, whether it's religion whether it's in first responders, whether it's just our team that we work with. But why are we doing that? Why are we forming cliques and dividing ourselves? Is it helping us? Is it helping us get to the places that we want to go? Is it making our world better? Is it making our world safer? Is it making our world more friendly, more peaceful? No, it's not. You see, we need to stop forming all these cliques around the world and form one united family. You see, start viewing everyone as brother and sisters around the world. And we can do that. We can do that with one thought, change of thought, in our minds. You see, it's possible. It's possible. If The Rock can do it, Angelina Jolie, first responders, law enforcement, the military, in religions where there's billions of people, where they refer to each other as brother and sister, we too can do it in our minds and our hearts. I admonish you to try it. I give you a challenge. For one day, try to imagine, okay, just for one day I'm asking you, when you whatever you're doing and wherever you go, just for one day, Try to imagine that that person, whoever they are in front of you, wherever you go, a store, school, uh, playing, whatever you're doing, I want you to view that person as your brother and sister. No matter what age they are, no matter what color they are, no matter what religion they are, view them as your brother and sister. Please try this 
for one day only, I'm asking you, and see if what I'm saying makes any sense, right? Do this one-day challenge. When you see a person, say in your mind, of course, don't say it out loud because a lot of people will, will start looking at you weird as some fanatic, but in your mind and in your heart, silently, look at the person and say, oh, that's my brother, that's my sister. You see, train your mind like when you were little, right? Your parents told you, this is your brother, this is your sister. Well, you can do it to yourself now as a person who has the ability to think for themselves. You see, you can change your life. You can change the way you think. You can change our world. You can change your community. You can change your city. You see, all with a simple thought. So when you go out, think of this person as your brother and sister. And I want to know how you feel. I did it myself. And I'm telling you, that right away I felt totally different. I wanted, I wanted to smile more. I wanted to help people. I wanted to hold the door because when you go out with your family, right, what do you do? You're kind to them. You're polite. You talk to them. You, want, you smile at them. If you're, if you're out with your sisters or your brother or your mother or father, you know, you want to hold the door open for them. You want to be, uh, support them. You want to defend them. If somebody says something bad about them, you're ready to stand up and fight, right? But why can't we do that for each other? Why do we have to look at each other as different? Why do we have to look at each other as a stranger? You see, all these terms, minority, a stranger, a Muslim, a Christian, a famous person, all these things are titles that divide us, that separate us, you see? But if we view each other as brother and sister, you'll see that you will feel so much differently towards your fellow human being. So please try this. Try this one challenge. Let me know how it goes, how you feel. And I guarantee you that it will make you feel different. It will make you feel closer to your neighbors, closer to the people at work, closer in your schools, in your community, and closer to people around the world right? It may take time, but keep this thought in your mind because it is an important thought that can change our world, right? It has already changed people in small cliques or communities, right? We've seen this in religions, in teams, in co-workers, in first responders, in law enforcement, in military. We see that it brings people closer together and forms a unique bond. But I want to do this around the world, I want to unite the world. Isn't that what all of us want? Aren't we tired of seeing on the news terrorist attacks, people shooting each other, rape, violence, division, political division, religious division, division after division after division? You see, why? Because we don't view each other as family. You say, well, James, how can I, how can I view this person as my family? They, they have a different sexual preference or... They're of a different religion or they're a different color. They're, it's impossible for them to be my family. Well, I gave you an example of an adopted family, right? But I also want you to think about something. If you have a big family and Giselle, you know, she's very famous, the wonderful uh, model, mother, and supporter of Tom Brady. She comes from a big family, right? She has different sisters, do you think they all believe exactly the same thing? 
when I was growing up, my sisters believed different things and my brother, but did that stop me from loving them, supporting them? Did that stop me from saying, this is my brother and sister? So it doesn't mean just because you view someone as your brother and your sister, it doesn't mean that you agree with everything they do in their life. You see? Because there are family members, large family members, and some of the family members may be Christian, another one may be Jewish, another one may be Muslim, but does that mean that they all stop loving each other? No, of course not. They continue loving and supporting each other. Also within a family, there may be people who have different sexual preferences. Does that mean that we push them away and say, no, you're not my family anymore? Of course not, because that's not the loving, kind, and right thing to do. We accept them for who they are, right? Everybody wants to be accepted for who they are. But why can't we accept everyone in the world for who they are, as long as they're not causing violence and hurt to another human being? You see? As long as they are not causing a violent act or hurting another human being, we should accept them for who they are and the way they want to live their life. Because that's what we would do for our family members. We would support them. We would love them. We would respect them. I know that's what I would do for my family. I love my family tremendously, and all I want them to be is happy in their life. No matter what that means, I support them. Do I agree with every personal choice they make? No. But that's my right, you see, and that's all of us have the right to have our own personal beliefs and opinions, but we don't have the right to force that on other people and to say, well, if you're not going to believe what I believe, then you're not my brother or sister, and then you can't be part of my clique or group or community. You see, that's not the way life should be. I like to watch nature channels. And you'll see millions of species. I was watching this one uh, documentary series, and, and it showed these, these birds all flying together and working together, millions of them, all in harmony. And yes, they all wanted to eat and do different things, but they worked together, right? We are one species. We are one family. We are one united family. We are all human beings with the same wants, needs, and desires, basically, And we should learn how to get along and work together. And one of the ways that we can do that, men have been trying to do this for many years. And it's one simple thing that we can do to break down these barriers and to make ourselves closer to each other. And that's to think about each other as family, as brother and sister. Now, it doesn't mean that they're going to be our best buddies, right? Because even in family, I have, unfortunately, I have some family members. I love them to death. But no matter how much I love them, they're just, they don't reciprocate. They don't give me that love back. And you see, sometimes in family members, um, they're not as close as we want to be. But does that stop us from loving them? No, we still love them. You see, sometimes in life, You meet people in your life, friends, that are closer to you, more loyal and more supportive than your own blood family. And what really matters most in our life is how people treat us, how people love us, how people sacrifice for us and show that they truly care. You see, we can open our hearts, we can open our doors, we can open our minds to the thought that the majority of people on this earth are good. And they want love. They want peace. They want unity. 
They are tired of all the division. I, I read the comments. I see what they say. People want more love. People want to be closer. People want to feel needed. People want to be feel part of something. Well, all of us can feel part of being one united family because we are. This is not uh, some mystic belief. <laughs> this is a fact. As I stated, we come from the same DNA. We are the same species. We are the human family, right? We even refer to that term, the human family, right? There's the mammal family, the human family. Well, why don't we apply that in our lives? So do that challenge. Think of people as your brother and sister, no matter how old they are. And I guarantee you, you will instantly start to feel different about other people. And not only will the, these other people start to benefit from it, but you'll benefit from it. You'll start to make new friends. Your heart will feel more open, more joyous. You see, how can you do this in practical ways? We'll start by starting conversations with people. A lot of times we walk around and our, we're looking at our phones. Our head is down in our phones, oblivious to what's going on. We have to remember for thousands of years, man thrived and did wonderful without the technology we have, without cell phones. I'm all for technology. If it wasn't for technology, you couldn't listen to what I'm saying. And technology is a wonderful, powerful tool. But at the same time, we have to be careful because it can distance and separate us. You see, especially on social media sites, we can form cliques or we can view certain people a certain way. They're not part of our crowd. They're not our family. They're not our community. And we don't want to do that. You see, when we start viewing each other as brother and sister, we smile more. We're more friendly. We're more helpful. And that's what all of us want. I, I know I love people who are friendly, who are helpful, who are giving. I love family, right? Imagine if we had, you know, a hundred blood family that were all kind and good. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, most people love a big family. People that say they don't like a big family is because if there's uh, bickering or arguing or fighting or not get along. But I'm telling you, everyone, everyone loves to be loved and everyone loves to be needed. And everyone loves to have someone to talk to, to be close with and to do things with in life. So thank you so much for listening to me today. And I hope you do this challenge. Please try it for me. You'll see that it will change the way you think, and together we can change the world. As always, thank you so much for listening. And I'll say it one more time. Remember, together, you, me, the rest of the world, no matter where you live in the country, all of us, together, we can make a difference. This is James Casino with the Heart to Heart Show, helping love go viral.